Everybody and welcome back to the Notion Club. I am Ethan, and joining me uh, today and as always is Mariah. Hi, guys. And today we are kind of going into this episode without any real agenda. We've just got a, a small smattering of little things that are, that have been on our minds, so we might uh, delve into a few of those. Um, I do want to apologize ahead of time to our audience. Um, I am getting over a bit of a cold here, so I might have to duck out with some coughs here and there, and my voice, I'm sure, sounds a little bit different than usual. But uh, bear with us, and and we'll get through this thing. (laughs) Yeah, we will. Um, Anyway, how's your week been, Mariah? It's been good. Um, Yeah, not, not too crazy, just, you know, going through the motions <laughs> <laughs> how's your week been oh uh well i've been sick so it's kind of yeah, besides the besides that <laughs> yeah muscling through work through it and uh basically just trying to go to bed early every night i think i slept between eight and nine hours every night just trying wow. to get through this cold um hmm. weren't you I, saying the other oh go ahead sorry <laughs> Well, I, I was just going to say, I don't really have any, like, home remedies for getting over colds. Um, mm. I used to uh, chew raw garlic. Yeah. Uh, thinking that that could maybe kill a cold virus, but it never really did. And so mm. this time, I just kind of went at it with the attitude of just sleep as much as I can and drink as much liquids as I can. And this is one of the, well, I guess obviously I'm not over it yet, Um, but I feel like I'm on the mend and it's been about five days, which is pretty quick for me. Um, Don't you normally get sick for like months? Well, oh yeah, yeah. I'm I'm normally sick for at least a month, at least. Yeah. And you uh, haven't been to the doctor since you were, what, 12, you were telling me the other day, which is crazy. Yes, minus, <laughs> I, I have seen a immediate care physician um, for the, the time that I had pneumonia. But as far as yeah. just going to see a, a doctor for a, a regular checkup or whatever, it's been since, uh, I think I was six or seven when I got my uh, vaccines. Wow. And I think that is the last time I've seen a doctor. That is insane. But you were saying your mom was a nurse. So maybe she was able to just take care of you, like when you did get sick <laughs> when you were younger, or I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Painful I, d- I don't Sorry. really know. I, no, I, I honestly just don't know anything about health. And so I don't know oh. if I should see a doctor just for a regular checkup or what. I, yeah, I, might be I would suggest carrying it. cancer without even knowing it. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just surprised. Like, I mean, besides the pneumonia thing, like you need to have like regular checkups. Like, <laughs> it, I mean, is that is that a uh, early detection thing? Is that the reason for it? I mean, 
I think it's I think it's staying ahead of the curve. Just going in at least once a year, just having your throat, you know, ears checked. Um, they listen to your breathing sounds. If there's any issues, you know, with like your skin or your hair or something, like that's a good time to bring it up. Like, hey, I noticed that I started getting this like eczema. You know, is that stemming to anything? But like. Normally, yeah, it's just preventative. It's not really... I see. But then I know a lot of people only go to the doctor when there is a legitimate cause, like when you went to the immediate care. Um, But I don't know. I I am kind of of the belief that, like, just for preventative measures, just stay ahead of the curb and get regular checkups. But, I mean, I'm also a baby, and, like, a simple thing will, to me, is, like, (laughs) oh, well, I don't want to... I don't want to get cancer, so I should probably have this checked. And they're like, yeah, you're fine. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Which is probably the wise thing to do, right? I mean. Yeah, I think I, I psych myself considered. out. And, you know, the internet doesn't help as well. You know, it's like, hey, mm-hmm. um, I noticed my left side hurts. And then they're like, cancer. You're, you've been dead for three years. Like, <laughs> You know how um, many times I have been convinced that I've got throat cancer because I have a sore throat that's lasted for like two weeks. Like, oh, this is, oh, it. This yeah. is finally my time. My time has come. Dead I mean, it could be a viral, uh, viral problem, like or a bacterial virus, like or well, yeah. I'm, you know I mean. I'm sure that is what it <laughs> what it is every time. But every time that happens to me, a sore throat for like over a week, and I'm getting desperate. I'll get on WebMD, and yep. um, one, and one of the things that always pops up, but but you know, stands out to me is possibly throat cancer Mm -hmm. (laughs) esophageal cancer and um that's what i get hung up on and so that that (laughs) i think i think it was that fear exactly that drove me to see the immediate care physician last time Mm. so um last time i went to the doctor i went for something oh actually it was my my throat i had a issue with my throat and um uh it felt like it was closing a lot so I was like oh am I getting like anaphylactic like what is this throat cancer and I did go on WebMD now guys (laughs) I did work in the emergency medical field for a little bit (laughs) so you would think I would just go to the doctor and like you know be calm about it no I went to the doctor and was like I went online and it said this this and this and she was like she rolls her eyes this pcm of mine rolls her eyes and goes please don't do that she's like i have so many people doing that to me she's like you will only end up with more fear and anxiety for simple things she's like it's silly um she was like i have girls coming in who think they have um uh aids and (laughs) oh my god Uh uh-huh yeah we're armchair physicians (laughs) That's that's the term. I was trying to remember the term that you had used a couple months ago. Armchair back, professionals Arm, annoy armchair professional. the hell out of me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Just because you've gone to six um, counseling episodes with your therapist does not make you a licensed therapist. Mm-mm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right I'm going to tell you right now, guys, I've been going to therapy for five years. I do not claim to be a therapist. You know why? Because I didn't go through the training for it. So when people call and tell me, you should probably go to therapy, 
that annoys me because it's like you know what my therapist said that i didn't need to unless i wanted to come in and check once a year or my issues got worse she excused me and i'm good and i'm gonna trust my licensed therapist to tell me what to do (laughs) well spoken well spoken it annoys me (laughs) Uh, or um yeah like there are so many armchair professionals. They just sit behind the computer and, you know, tell other people what to do. And it's like, um, I'm sorry. Did you no. go to school yeah. for political economics or social economics? <laughs> no. Oh, goodness. Well, on a somewhat more practical level, um, are there any home remedies that you use that you think do work for something like a common cold? I know what my mother tells me to do every time. <laughs> and and when you do it, um, do you think it helps or or? No, because I, so I never much, do no. what she tells me. <laughs> oh, it's so okay, bad. Well that, that makes things a little easier. <laughs> every single time I've told my mom about anything, she's like, "Oh, just get an oregano pill. Swallow an oregano pill. It takes away everything." Or apple cider vinegar. I'm sorry, I cannot um... swallow apple cider vinegar. I would rather. I mean, I, I've had real moonshine, and that didn't bother me as much as apple cider vinegar did. Agreed, <laughs> or, agreed. Like, yeah, no, just Shit's we're not going to go there. Yeah, and then oregano, it just tastes like pizza burps. Like, you get, like, these burps <laughs> for the rest of the day, and it just tastes like old pizza, and it's, like, nasty. Um, I've had the garlic one, but right now I think what I normally turn to is just hot water, lemon, honey, and ginger. Like ginger's really good for your immune system and um, Mm. really good for your stomach. So I just normally turn to that. Honey is normally good, like local honey um, is good for your throat. Um, Sometimes I add a little cayenne pepper because that's really good for your immune system as well and it's good for your heart. But, um, you know, some people probably shouldn't have cayenne pepper. Um, yeah, but I think it's important to be aware of like what you're prone to, what health issues you already have, um, before you do start taking simple home remedies, you know, I don't know. Hmm. That's my, that's my thought process on it, Yeah. <laughs> but everyone can do whatever they want. Cause <laughs> I'm not yeah, a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I really wonder if there is anything that can, cure a cold you know yeah maybe you can speed along the process that it runs through your system but i don't know that at the end of the day that there really is something that will kill a cold virus well also people are different from one another so what may work for one person may not work for another i mean i know that in the past um emergency i would just literally take like eight emergency packets throughout the day and yeah. I noticed that my cold would go away faster. It wouldn't go away immediately, but the vitamin C boost certainly helps. But um, hmm. it's not the same for other people. So, yeah. That is weird. Somebody the other day told me that vitamin C being good for uh, moving a cold along is a urban myth. Really? And I mean, I that, this person that told me was not a doctor, so I didn't I was going to say armchair but... professional. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was like, yeah, all this emergency crap, that doesn't help. I was like, oh, that's not what I've heard. Oh, 
Well, I do know that with this the specific <clears throat> brand emergency, there are stuff. There is other things in it, other ingredients besides just straight up vitamin C. And you know, the best thing to do is just eat your fruits. You know that have vitamin C in it, um, or sure. actually bell peppers have a really high amount of vitamin C in them. So oh, like, no kidding. yeah, I guess it's higher than an orange. That's what I've read. Um, or the vitamin C content is higher than an orange. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think just having a balanced um, lifestyle and um, and diet, I think, is good enough honestly and then just getting regular checkups to make sure that there's no deeper lining deeper lying issues i don't know i think that's the best anyone can do honestly agreed agreed all right well uh before we jumped on the air um you sent me a little video it was a welcome video made by some girl who you told me is starting or has started a cult Yes. Um, and I'm going to give you my reaction to watching just the welcome video. I mean, it had almost zero content in it. I had no idea what in the world this cult is about. <laughs> um, but I will say that the video had me intrigued. It was catchy. Um, she she used this, um, this music that is kind of right up my alley. It's got like some eerie, psychedelic noise in it with with like the the driving beat and that's that's my thing as as well as like the collages and the imagery she was using in the video like th- this is all artwork that i i really get impressed with mm. but uh, it's for a cult so i want to know more about this cult and how you came to even hear of it in the first place yeah um okay so basically um I was on YouTube and came across this video um, by Primink. Um, He kind of just, he looks into the history of a lot of YouTubers. um, And he's, he's very, um, I would say he's, I'm trying to think of the right word. He's funny. Um, but he does piss a lot of the YouTubers off because he likes to like almost expose who they are. <laughs> oh, sure, um, sure. Yeah, because he looks into like their their actual like real life character um, themselves and sees like if there is anything deeper going on than what they present themselves as on the internet. Yeah, so, so he he's does a get himself into a lot of yeah. That's. That's the exact word I'm looking for. Oh, there you <laughs> He's go. a critic. Right. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Thanks, Ethan. Um, yeah, no. So I watched it, and it was um, basically on Unicole, um, which is the girl who started it. Um, her name is Nicole. I don't know what her last name is. And he just kind of went into, like, how it caught his eye and who she was. And then he went into, like, he believes that there's a darker side, and when you do start to investigate, it does seem like the case. Um, All right, so tell, <laughs> first off, how many people are following this Unicole? Um, I actually did not find that. Um, her So she does perform cam churches, and not a whole lot of people um, view it, actually, which I thought was weird. Um, 
I did see her Instagram. She does have about 13.7 thousand followers. Um, Holy shit. On Instagram. And then she... Her YouTube has 10.5 thousand subscribers. Yeah. But if you look on her specific Cam Church videos, it doesn't rack up that that amount of numbers. Hmm. But she also does have a, another Instagram, which is Eve's Robot Dreams, which is basically a sex bot. Um, and that only has 269 followers, which I believe she just started recently. Okay. okay. Um, but basically, this cult believes in aliens, sex robots, and unicorns. Um, <laughs> um, so, what, I mean, like, how so? I mean... Do, are they all related or are they all just like separate things that are a real thing? I believe in Nicole's mind they are related. I'm not sure. So she seems she seems sweet. It seems like she does want to help the community and that's mainly what her her um, go-to phrase is, is. She's just trying to bring joy to people. Um, but... <laughs> Um, there are just, like, several things that come out as shady, like a sex bot. I don't know how that's included in, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to judge her. She did used to work for IBM, and, um, I believe she grew hopeless at one point, and so she decided to go out into the wilderness and OD, and, um, her father ended up finding her, and, um... And during that that period of time, she ended up coming across this Arturian spirit who spoke to her mm-hmm. via telepathy. And mm-hmm. that's where you, Nicole, began. So there's Nicole. She has several characters. There's Nicole, which is just a regular, fun-loving girl. Um, and then there's Unicole, who... Um, goes over like the more of the religious side of things um but her videos are very artistic i will say that it looks like something that <laughs> you would probably want to watch while you were on lsd um or shrooms <laughs> that, that's very much the impression i got from the welcome video yeah and so she she has these videos but a lot of them contain like flash content like um so i guess i'll back up a little bit her welcome video which was the first video that i watched from her i think it's like 55 seconds long um or a minute long i don't know why i was that specific um (laughs) in her welcome video it starts with her saying you are getting Um, or you are being brainwashed. So like there's Mm -hmm. nice music Mm -hmm. happening and like these spinning circles, but then in the Mm -hmm. background it's, you are being brainwashed, you are being brainwashed. And you're like, wait a minute, this is a welcome video. There came with, there was no warning that you would be brainwashed in this video. Now, I don't know if it's like true or like if you can be brainwashed by what she's doing, but like I feel like you should get a little warning with that. And then within that, (laughs) the next thing was accept me as your prophet. Accept me as your prophet. You are being brainwashed. And then it was give me your attention. And that's literally the video. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I feel like there should be, I feel like 
there should be a little bit more warning to that. And especially if a kid comes across this video, <laughs> um, they're going to see, oh, unicorns, you know, pretty colors, pastels, pretty girl. Like she's very pretty, I think. And she seems super sweet. Um, and then for this to flash across the screen without warning, I don't know. It seems a little sketchy to me. Well, yeah. But when, you said you trying... enjoyed the video. When you're trying to bring new cult members into the fold, then, yeah, you're not going to put a warning at, ahead of the video. You're going to dive right in and, yes, try to hypnotize <laughs> your viewers. You are being brainwashed. I guess, brain but does it really work that way? Give me your attention. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, like like you mentioned, when if it's a young enough and impressionable enough a viewer. Audience, you know, yeah. Looking for a profit, so to speak. Um, what or looking way for than hope to just get right in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. So at first, I thought this girl was just sweet. Um, I liked the colors. I liked the patterns. Um, and then I started watching her videos. And then I actually went on her website and her Instagram and like started doing a little bit more studying. Um, another video that I watched um, is called "Everything Is Divine," and she's sitting in this bedroom with like these blue um sheets that are printed with like clowns and she's or not clowns clouds <laughs> um printed with clouds and she's playing on the harp and on the sign it says everything is divine now this is the girl who started this cult this is what she decided to do she felt hopeless she tried to commit suicide she ended up being saved and now she just wants to devote her life to bringing joy to other people right um mm -hmm. And the way she's doing it is she's essentially preaching um, this message from this Arturian spirit. Um, what is that so message? She, um, basically, or, or your your uh, impression of it, anyway. What whatever she's trying to convey. Like, I what, feel what like was it's, your takeaway from hearing it? I haven't found anything specific. I feel like you just have to watch a lot of her videos. And she doesn't get into a lot of specifics unless you join the cult itself. So I will get a little bit into that uh, later on. Um, but to me, a cult leader that is essentially running an or a religious organization, I feel like you should have some answers. And within this video, Everything is Divine, um, which is recent, she's... She starts with everything is a simulation and saying that um, when she's in bed alone at night, she cries out and wonders, is this really it? Um, is there anything more after this life? And she's just hoping, she says in the song, that it works in her favor, um, that there is something more than this life. Um, and so it just, it seems strange that even though someone who has appointed themselves as a cult leader and representative of this Arcturian spirit, it seems like for someone who should have a little bit more answers, I don't know why you would put out a song yeah, is, like is, this. Yeah, is she maybe trying to um, make these videos, at, like that, that was the way she felt before she had this Arcturian speak to her, or is this like where she's currently at? Even with her there's, newfound there's knowledge, no... she's still crying out at night. What is this all about? 
I don't know. There's no explanation to this video. So I could understand if she said like this was something that I felt beforehand or this is how I feel sometimes when I'm in a low. Um, You know, as a human in general, we all come across those feelings sometimes when we're alone and vulnerable. We we do think like, is this it? Like, um, so I can imagine if she had, but there's no explanation to it. It just says life is... Um, or it says that everything is divine. So it, it conveys a weird message if without the explanations. And I th- that's why I feel like you do have to get involved in the actual cult to get any answers. But if you're posting content like this, I don't know if it gives anyone who is searching the, the right message. You know what I mean? I don't think it conveys the correct message. Um, well, but she does end I- the song with... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I would say that that sort of, um, those are all the right words to say to encourage more clicks. Mm, they're they're, that's they're true. like these, these open-ended truths that everybody feels to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, when you say the phrase, everything is divine, that, that resonates a, a little bit. I would say, maybe I'm making grand assumptions here, but I would say everybody can kind of understand that. Yeah, yeah, there, there is everything does have sort of a divine quality about it. What, what more do you have to say about it? Click. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I wake up in the middle of the night and I wonder what this is all about. Oh, everybody See, does that's, that. Click. That's the malicious know. side to it, though. Like, if she does sure. just want to spread joy, why are you concerned about more clicks? You know what I mean? You mm. would be concerned more for the individuals receiving the correct message. Um, that's what I would think. If I was leading a cult and I legitimately cared about my members and the people that came across me, I would be, I wouldn't be concerned about the views and stuff. Like if they happen to stumble across it, okay, good. But I'm not going to sell out and try to just use keywords or flash words that, you know what I mean? Yeah. That make people. Maybe she's got a grand tactic or a, a grand scheme in that, the the bigger of a or you you get more understanding of what it is she's trying to convey so the more you can watch of her the more she can draw you in then maybe there's a higher chance of you signing up for real quote unquote possibly but it seems like all of her videos are like this like a lot of things are unanswered and will continue to be unanswered and then just random messages like follow me I'm um, hypnotizing you now, like stuff like that. It doesn't seem to. <laughs> I feel like you really do just need to be on drugs to like this follow really this is girl. Strange. Wow. Yeah, and then so wow. this song, "Everything Is Divine," ends with "Life is like a prison, life is heaven." That's it. What do you think of that? What is your interpretation, Ethan, to that? Life, <laughs> life is like a prison. Life is heaven. Yes. Does that make sense to you? Like. I don't I don't get it. Maybe I'm just dumb. I don't know. I I can't say that I understand what she's saying, but it definitely has a meaning to me. Really? Um, life is a prison 100%. Uh-huh. Um I I would agree with that statement. Life is a prison. You Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's only one escape from it and that's death. And we don't even know what's beyond that. So, um, yes, but what I understand. About life but, but is heaven. Life is heaven. Um, 
Is it just maybe it, the possibility that it's our hope and also our destruction? Maybe like we love it so much. Well, but it, well, it I'm, fucks I'm, us. Kind of, I'm, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting two different impressions. One is kind of along the lines of yes, what you just said there. The other is that maybe this is all we get. You know, mm-hmm. like there, there are a good number of people who believe in heaven after life, but what if? Mm-hmm. Life is heaven. Life is a prison. Hmm. Life is heaven. That's that's kind of the one that that hit me at first. Hmm. Okay. Is that well, maybe a message that she conveys sometimes? Is this is all we get? I have no idea, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was more curious in the website. Um. <laughs> what is what is her? Uh, Web to, to to give her some free advertising here. What's what's her? Uh, yeah, web I guess it is free. We're not being sponsored by her though, guys. Just FYI. Um, so the website is called Unicole Unicron. Um, so U N I C O L E U N I C R O N dot com. And looking at her website, it starts off with blessings to all. Thank you for visiting my webpage on the this. internet. I am a pop star cult leader from space. I started Unicult to change the entire world into Unitopia. Please follow me on popular social media websites. I am literally happy that you specifically are here. Um, so uh, and then a little bit below her picture, she says, your attention will lead you to deeper truths. Um, she shares a link to her Gmail, Twitter, Instagram, and then um, there are several other um, pages that you can go on. Um, so it says magic for you, music, cam church, paintings, yeah. journals, and writing, uniporn, shop, and unicult. So, oh, my God. <laughs> um. From what I do understand, members of the cult um, do share their testimonies a lot on the uh, YouTube, and they they share their love for Nicole and how much Unicult has helped them develop uh, develop as individual beings. Um, they seem to like adore her, which is um, which I, I I think is understandable. She is pretty. Um, she seems again very nice. I will also um, say for her, on I mean to her credit, she is very very upfront and honest about what she's doing. I I clicked on the tab Unicult, and mm-hmm. it's just this little box you can put your email in and says submit your email for regular brainwashing. And then yes. you you type in your email and then the button you hit to submit says heal evil <laughs> i mean at least she's not trying to hide the fact that what she's doing is is cult activity i mean it is cult activity she literally calls herself a cult so like right, yes right. in a way so, she isn't hiding what she's doing but also there seems to be a lot of like uh, well, need to know information and first like, off there is a lot going on People, if you want just a fascinating look at something, go ahead and look at this website. There is definitely a lot of something going on with Mm -hmm. with this girl. Um, Anyway, continue your thought there. But yeah, so the spirit where she gets a lot of her information is the Arcturian spirit who met Nicole one day and saved her life is what she claims. Um, 
So I went a little bit into Arcturian aliens, and I don't know. I know we've discussed it before, Ethan. Uh, yes. We've discussed this type of alien. Don't you have a friend who said that they speak telep- telepathically to Arcturian aliens? Um, I know somebody who says that she has spoken with one. Oh, she just has, like, Yes. Like not 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 okay. that she's able to whenever she wants, but um, I, I believe she told me there were two instances where she was visited by an Arturian and had really? telepathic communication. Yeah. Hmm. Did she talk a little bit about the experience or just um, that? I mean, I, I don't want to share her. Story. Yeah, I I, oh. I tried <laughs> um, asking her for specifics and. She tried to give me as much as she could, but she said the difficulty is is that when you're communicating with another being telepathically, you're not using words or even language. It's just hmm. a... I, obviously, I've never done it, so I don't even know how to explain what kind of communication it is, but it's a different kind of communication altogether. And wow. from, what I under, from what I understand, it means that it is a communication that is unique to only the two parties that were communicating or however many were. And so well, Ethan, it's, it's, I it's have a, a type of communication that cannot be shared, so hmm. to speak. Well, I do have a, if you do want to learn, I have a plug for you. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nicole actually teach how to, she teaches how to be telepathic. Oh, okay. <laughs> But you do have to pay for the course, so I think oh, it's course. like twenty bucks. Of course. <laughs> well, that's very good value right there. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't know if it is. I mean, her campaign videos are pretty good. They're like colorful <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, so I decided to um, go in I depth see... a little bit with Arcturian spirits, and that's where my most of my research came down to. Okay. Is Arcturian well, yeah. Spirits. What what did, what did you learn about all that? So what I learned is from the Alien Cyclopedia online um, that humans, animals, um, basically like our, our dimension is the third yes. dimension and then um, the fourth dimension. Do you know what the fourth dimension consists of, Ethan? I, I have only recently heard of that idea. So no, I don't know the specifics. All right. So I ended up finding out that there are six parts to the fourth dimension. Um, number one is the etheric plane. Number two is the lower astral plane. Number three is the kingdom of fairy and fairy F-A-E-R-I-E. So not F-A-I-R-Y. Um, there's a difference. Um, four, the higher plane. Number five, the mental plane. And six, the spiritual plane. So I was like, oh, the Arcturians probably live on the fourth dimension. Nope. <laughs> they live on the fifth dimension. And I believe Nicole at one point said that they also consist in the seventh dimension, but I, I did not see that on the encyclopedia. Um, she probably got that from her, her buddy, you know, her, her Arcturian pimp. Yeah, um, she heard it straight from its mouth or brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, this dimension is without physical limitations. Um, so what I found out was uh, they can manifest themselves into our dimension and also the fourth dimension. Um, they have blue skin, almond-shaped eyes, three fingers. Seems like they're short. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, 
they are telepathic in nature uh the planet that they come from they come from the Bootis um galaxy and i forget what planet it is but i think it's like arcturial or something like that mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. they claim to have bypassed sickness or not bypassed but they've claimed to figure out uh, they're above the healing it. Tran- towards sickness yes they've trans sickness. yes yeah. exactly so there's no sickness on their planet um they work in higher vibration frequencies and their main goal is to ascend to the dimensions of the creator of the universe that is like mm. what people say is their main goal um when they've telepathically uh spoken to them they believe that the higher the frequency the higher they are to the creator um and they can perform creation through thought because they've transcended so far um and they also wish to look out for humans so apparently the arcturians are the um smartest and most advanced beings but they also um look to us little lowly humans <laughs> and for being the most advanced uh, civilization they decided that humans should be protected um so i guess there's this uh, ship of theirs athena that circles the earth and protects us from darker alien forces um mm. which i found mm-hmm. a little little strange um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I investigated a little bit into that. And then I, I just wanted to know a little bit more about human connectedness to Arcturians. And I found out that <laughs> there was this one guy. I mean, I'm not trying to be mean. He seemed a little <laughs> out there. Um, <laughs> this guy um, <laughs> on this website, numerologist.com, he said that there are 14 signs that you are an archetypical or an Arcturian alien, if I can speak today. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, let's check out like what people um, consider Arcturian, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so anyways, I watched this guy's video and I don't know, it seemed very generic, but I could be just being overly cynical but here are the 14 signs guys if you want to know if you are an arcturian alien number one fantastic teachers so i guess they dwell um or they're very good at instructing others or showing others um like more obviously i mean it's pretty self-explanatory i guess (laughs) um number two is soul purpose awareness i yeah Mm. i don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, um, I, I take the, that to mean that you you know and have always known that you've got one purpose in life and you've you've kind of just made a beat on that. Yes, yeah. I mean, I I have always felt like I have a sole purpose, but it's never because I thought I was um a a more evolved being. I just felt like oh <laughs> like you just all know right, what this you want to do. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I, I can understand it to an extent, but I don't think I would ever um, immediately jump to the conclusion that I have ascended above everyone else. Or, that, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm, I don't know. I feel like there's. I'm some... pretty. I'm glad for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm above you, Ethan. No, just kidding. Um, 
They are frequently dissatisfied. And this reminded me of you, Ethan. So then I thought maybe you're an alien. Um, (laughs) 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 No, I'm just teasing. (laughs) Um, They're competent pub speakers or public speakers. I wrote pub. Sorry, guys. (laughs) They're competent public speakers. So they do really well speaking to others um, or, yeah, just addressing people. Um, They're highly creative and they love traveling that number seven so that was five and six number seven is fascinated by technology so they're very Mm. good with technological advances um number eight is they're sensitive to the environment number nine prone to low blood pressure blood pressure which i thought was odd (laughs) that is like the one physical trait is has to do with blood pressure yeah, yeah, yeah. They're prone to low blood pressure. See, like everything up to this point seems very generic, like highly creative. <laughs> they love traveling. Like I'm pretty sure everyone loves traveling. What <laughs> what planet? Like <laughs> like what? Um, sensitive to the environment. I'm pretty sure we're all sensitive to the environment that we find ourselves in. You know, I don't know. Um, maybe not. <laughs> they desire lasting change. Um, number 10. Number 11, they do not have many friends, so they're outcasts. Hmm. Um, Now, at this point, the guy did say, even though number 11 um, states that they do not have many friends, it could mean that they have a lot of, like, general friends, but they're not close to many friends. So you could have, like, 20 acquaintances but you're not best Mm -hmm. friends with any of those 20 um so that's what that meant um number 12 is require personal freedom so they like to be without bounds um number 13 they love to ask deep questions um (laughs) 14 they love planning building and organizing i don't know it still seems really generic like it doesn't really point out that like one specific person is arcturian yeah, broad brush strokes there. Anybody who yeah. really wants to convince themselves that they're an Arcturian could probably just minus the blood pressure bit. <laughs> I wonder how <laughs> many people went through the list. It was like, oh, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. And then got to blood pressure. Went, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> Man, that I've ain't got I. high blood pressure. How do, I, how do I lower my blood pressure so I can be Arcturian? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, I don't know. It feels like if there are people who legitimately do see themselves as Arcturian, um, I feel like this list isn't helpful. I feel like it, it does kind of take out um, the uniqueness, you know what I mean? Um, because yeah. everything yeah. is so vague and non-descriptive. I mean, like... It also seems like it singles out loners. Again, just like the unicult. It seems like people who, you know, are surrounded by people but don't have any close acquaintances, that would be something that would stand out to me. You know, that would be something yeah. that stands out and is like, wow, this is where I could find my place. This is the reason why I don't have many close friends. It's not because of who I am as a person. It's because <laughs> of me being an alien and me being from another world. So, but if you look at um, Nicole, she seems to be highly creative. 
Um, <laughs> she obviously <laughs> has a basic understanding of technology. I mean, she worked for IBM and she does a lot of her own camera work and everything. Um, mm-hmm. She's sensitive to the environment. I don't know if she has low bre- blood pressure because she did not <laughs> say that. Um, <laughs> she does desire lasting change. So I can understand like if you line these basic characteristics up to Nicole and what she's doing, it seems like it makes sense. But yeah. I don't know. Um, so I did look into how to join the cult. It looks like there is an application fee. Um, <laughs> of course. And if course. you don't want to join the cult right away, you can buy her book, which is like around $30. Um but the application fee can be purchased on Etsy. And um, the reason she has you purchase, it seems like, a physical copy is because she says that there's something to the physicality of of filling something out and sending it versus online, which is weird to me because the basis of her entire cult is online and everything she does, like Cam Church and stuff, but she... She at least wants this one physical thing. Um, So I did read a couple articles on like people who have actually gone through it. And it seems like when they do fill out the application, there are things like what is your annual income? Now, she says that the reason she asked that question is because she wants to see the demographics of her of her followers, um, just as in general to understand like. So I guess um, she said that the reason she sees, you know, being able to see the the uh, annual income, she sees that people who uh, earn less are more giving. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know <laughs> about that. Um, but, yeah, so that's why she asked for that. A lot of people send her um, drops of their blood, which I think is odd, um, but mm. it's another, like, physical element. Um they have teachings, readings, prayers, music, um, energy that you can, that they send you or Nicole sends you. Um, she has job listings, so there's a listing on the website saying like, um, we would like for you to make articles or testimonial videos, that kind of thing. And so you can physically get like a job through Nicole. Um, they have again uniporn which i did not click on the link but i don't understand why you would want to sell that but that is a part of the 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 cult is the sex robots so again i didn't look into that um sex for some reason <laughs> is always part of a cult you can't have yeah, a cult without some like sex component to it i've i've never quite understood why that is but that's a thing it seems like sex is generally um incorporated in anything spirituality wise um Mm, i know mm -hmm. with the movement nowadays like feminism like everything is about the sexuality of a female whereas like that was originally like what they were trying to do away with was they didn't want to be acknowledged for their sex they or i guess i should restate that um they they didn't want to be not given opportunities because of their sex but now it seems like the matriarchy is the most important thing that was another thing about this um the nicole she says that the people that can join her cult 
are only females or non-binary identifying uh, individuals. So men are not allowed to join the cult. Oh, I've um, heard. Damn it. Yeah, which is, like, I don't know. I feel like that's a little... Um, uh, well, she's... I don't know. Uh, I don't like she's it. She's lessened her potential crowd by half. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean... Know. Maybe she'll I revisit guess, that policy. I can only hope. <laughs> I don't think she will. So her entire oh. thing is she's trying to build up the matriarchy um, through mm. the online uh, cult. And so she's trying to bring down essentially the patriarchy through what she's doing. So I don't think she'll ever open it up to like men, um, which I don't understand. Like, I feel like, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I feel like equality means equality for all. Like, yes, I don't think, you know, (laughs) a lot of the... why what are you laughing about no i mean it's 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 such a funny thing to me that somehow in all this that got overlooked that originally it was about equal rights and then yeah. somewhere along the way it's not about equal rights anymore it, that that fell away and yeah yeah it's 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 more blatant now than ever it's not about equal rights anymore for for some people no. i mean for, i, I yeah. there are definitely some feminists out there who who are just about equal rights but the loudest does not seem like that's the case these days but i understand like men have been controlling in the past and you know have led to a lot of wounds but oh absolutely um i don't think that we should start to discriminate against them i think if you're a bad person yes there you go but i don't think people should be just looked down upon because they are a male you know and they're not and they identify as a male you know i I, don't think that should be the case yeah i i don't know i just am not really a fan of ideologies in general i would much rather Mm -hmm. approach each case and each person on an individual basis Yes. Um, yeah. Don't judge a person just because, you know, they got a dick and balls on them. You know, yeah. get to know who they are and then and then make your assessment. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I don't think a group of individual. I don't think a group of people should be judged because of certain individuals. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. And that that's what I constantly see. You know, I feel like a lot of people in general want the best for the majority of the population and i don't think i see a whole lot of um evil men you know i mean politics is full of men who just you know want money in their in their place but um i don't know the men that i know do not seem to be dicks if you will (laughs) and they don't seem to be um they're definitely out there but i would i would like to think that the majority of us are okay and are also for the idea of equal rights yeah and i don't think also shaming a group of people um is the best way to teach them like i would think that like hey this has hurt us in the past let's work together and change this you know i think it's i think people will be more open and willing to listen because of the vulnerability you know um yeah you know 
but I could be wrong. I mean, I no, I I, I I think humility <laughs> is a lot more effective than um, brashness and and pugnaciousness. You know, that's yeah. General, and I understand why. I understand why a lot of people do um, end up going that way because they do not feel like they've been heard all this time. You know, um, course, so I yeah. do understand it, but it's. <laughs> I think at least what we hear on social media is the loudest people. Um, so right, right. maybe the majority do not feel that way, but from what I see, it seems like they're just screaming from the rooftops and not getting much done. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it, it does seem to be slanted against men who want to um, identify as just a man, you know. Um, so again, she does not allow those people into her cult um, because she's trying to destroy the patriarchy. Um, you can also buy locks of her hair, <laughs> and hmm. it's like a thousand dollars for a lock of her hair. Wow, wow. one thousand dollars. I think it's a little Does... extra than that, but it, the basis is one thousand dollars. That seems a little extreme to me. <laughs> does Does she um, allude to any? benefits to buying a lock over here other than just i think it's just the, the energy souvenir aspect it. of it i think it's oh, the energy, energy of it or okay. maybe <clears throat> because she has the arcturian spirit i don't know but i just saw that and was like why why <laughs> um so basically <laughs> at the end of the day i think she has good intentions but i think she's probably going about it in a in a harsh way because i would not join this cult like just going straight up into it like when i have to pay all these fees like nobody has the money for this you know we're all starving out here <laughs> come on um it just i don't know i don't i don't get a good feeling about it when i actually start to um yeah yeah sounds a little questionable it does <laughs> i do want to go i just saw this thing on her um her thing she on her website she talks about healing evil i'm um, i'm just gonna read off some she's she's got so many videos i'm scrolling through her site too i just want to list a few of these off she's got one titled god yeah. one titled hashtag girl power pop spirituality the uh, yeah the evolution of american consumerism digital pop star I'm ascending, and so can you. Time, enlightenment, spiritual revolution, aliens are real, riot, not diet, millennial anthem, you are, and the list goes on. She's, that's, I don't know, not even half. So, interesting titles. I'm, I'm going to watch a few of them just to see what she's about or see if I can get a reading on it. But. Yeah, there is one Cam Church video that I actually saw, and it was, are you being brainwashed? Are you being brainwashed? I don't know. I'm just singing along to the song. And it was like, what? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> oh, it just seems so weird. <clears throat> I don't know. Ooh, she's, got, she's got a video here called Learn a Magic Spell. Oh, oh! Her unicorn, her unicorn tab was taken down. It says this is no longer found at this location. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Strange. She's got paintings. 
Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I love this kind of art. This is this is really cool stuff. I don't know, something... <laughs> tell me what you think about this. Um, my most favorite people have always been a little bit crazy. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them actually very crazy. <laughs> um, it seems to me that genius or revolutionary ideas are birthed out of craziness. Kanye West is a great example. Kanye West is such a bizarre character, but you can, I can, I can see the brilliance in him. So I've been a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Am I, am I crazy for saying that? Or, or do you, do you agree with me? Like the, the coolest people have a touch of crazy and, and you can see the brilliance in it for some reason. Um, I mean, I guess a good example would be Van Gogh. Like people of his day thought he was yes. out there, but Classic now we know example. him yes. as this wonderful artist. And yes, we do know that yes. he had a crazy streak, but we also know that he is. Yeah. I, I don't know though. I don't know about Kanye West. I feel like he's just mad. <laughs> like <laughs> straight out of his head. Well, here, <laughs> one, one of the things he he's, I mean, he totally, <sighs> he, he proudly owns his bipolar disorder. He calls it a superpower. The the title of not the last the last album was Jesus is King, but his album before that was titled I Love Being Bipolar. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean, he does some um certainly seem to have a sensory um disorder. Um the way so the few videos that you did send me um yeah, he yeah. um oh what was it that long one that you sent me i only watched like 20 minutes of it um is that he, the one where he was explaining his conversion to christianity yes and he was talking about like constantly switching his jacket and i was like what nobody even cares <laughs> that you switched your jacket like you had like nobody knows the previous side to this like interview like where he's discussing his like oh should i wear the blue fleece or should i wear the whatever else he was trying to decide yeah yeah and he just kept talking about like the feel of it and the right color and it being the right texture for the video and how fleece is up and coming and i was like what kanye like what (laughs) It's it sounds absolutely bonkers, and it's so easy to write the guy off completely because he'll mm-hmm. say stuff like that all the time. Yeah, um, but I did want to know. So, in one of the videos you also sent me as a preview, um, he mentioned that he has a disorder where he can see sounds. Is that true? Do you know if that's yes. true? What well, is that I have, called? I have. He calls it synesthesia, I think. Okay. Um, there is, I, I totally forgot to send this to you, but it's one of my most favorite videos on the internet. Um, oh, I wish I knew the name of these guys, but um, it's, it's one of these uh, YouTubers who will take people's quotes, auto-tune them, and put them to song. Okay. And he did that with some of Kanye's most bizarre utterances really and that's that's one of the prominent lyrics that's used in the song is 
I have synesthesia. I can see sounds. I'm I'm totally gonna I'm I'm gonna post this video to the uh, the Notion Club Facebook page because it will it will make your day. I promise you. No matter what you think of Kanye, this this video is damn hilarious. So okay. Um, but yes, he. For I, I, our... As far as I'm aware, I I have heard of this being a real thing. Uh-huh. If Kanye West has it or not, I have no idea. He may have just been saying that in the moment. Um, <laughs> Um, but he, he certainly makes music as if he does see sounds, though. Yeah, he seemed genuine. Like, that's what I was wondering um, if you knew f- more about it. Because he just mentioned it for, like, two seconds. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I've never heard that. <laughs> but, again, I don't know much about Kanye. So, for our listeners, yeah. um, Ethan mentioned, like, hey, let's do just a podcast where... Um, we don't really have an agenda, and I was like, cool, that sounds great to me, because we were originally going to go with um, looking in depth into the Hollow Earth conspiracy, and we just both felt very like it was so dry. We were just like, no, we don't want to do this. No. Um, so no. Ethan brought up the um, idea of just doing whatever happens and publishing it with whatever's on our mind. So we decided to do that, and he mentioned that he wanted to speak about Kanye, and I was like, oh, I don't know anything about Kanye. I don't even think I've ever heard his music before. And <laughs> Ethan, Which you I sent me... Which I found really hard to believe. Like, oh yeah, I've never listened to Kanye West. <laughs> I know, we've been best friends for how long now? Like, <laughs> I mean, and you're a fan. I didn't know that either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but... Wait, how long have we been best friends? Oh, geez. Uh, has it been five years? Five years? Okay. It feels like longer, but ballpark. it also doesn't feel that long. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm really bad at timelines like that. Mm. So you might want to fact check that for me. But I just the, the ballpark number that's coming to my mind is five years. I just remember wanting to be, I mean, I'm not trying to go down the rabbit hole on this one, but I just remember meeting you for like the first time. And I told uh, Ryan, he was my boyfriend at the time, um, that I was like, he's so cool. Like, do you think he'd be friends with me? And he was like, I don't know, I guess. Um, Because we went over to your apartment and you had this like grown up candle on your your, um, coffee table. And... It was by Anna, and it made you uncomfortable because of what she wrote on the candle itself. Do you remember yes, what it was? Yes. Okay, yes. So this, this was actually um, our friend Anna. She did not make the candle. It was a, a joke made by other friends. Oh, okay, um, okay. Because they, they had heard that I had kind of a, a an odd reaction, if you will, to... A friend of ours, Anna, um, one time the two of us were in some coffee shop or something and they were selling candles there and she kind of put one in my face and said, smell this. It smells orgasmic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so, and so yes, yeah, some other friends made me a candle that was titled Orgasmic. <laughs> Yes. So you explained the story at your apartment and the way you reacted to it even then was funny. And I was like, he just seems so cool. And then we smoked these cigarettes with like uh, clove in them or something in your in your kitchen, like out the apartment window because you couldn't smoke in the apartment. (laughs) 
I'm um, amazed that you remember that. Yeah, I, and then... You, un- until you had brought that up the other day, I had completely forgotten <laughs> about Jarums. Yes, and then you were telling me about your roommate at the time, and I just remember leaving and being like, he is so cool, I want to be friends with him. <laughs> and Ryan was like, I guess, like, what? Like, I... You guys do have to understand, like, when I want to be friends with someone, I'll, like, obsess over it for, like, a month and be like, (laughs) okay, if I do this, maybe they'll like me. (laughs) So Ethan (laughs) over here (laughs) didn't know what he had coming. (laughs) Now he's stuck with me. (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously, I wanted to be friends, too. But the funny thing is, um, I don't, I, I think it was probably a solid year before I even saw you again. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was it was a very very long time. <laughs> and I thought you were like so cool. <laughs> but nope, didn't see you. <laughs> I don't even think I requested to be friends with you on Facebook when I had it right away. I think I waited a good while cuz I was like I don't want to seem like a freak. Like <laughs> 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 But yeah, so um yeah, so you have been a friend of Kanye and I have really never listened to him and until recently when you were asking like what songs I had heard of I had only ever heard what what was the song it was the n-word in Paris yes yes that that was the only song I've ever listened oh yeah gold digger yeah and you were telling me that he like hates that song too right Ethan like (laughs) yeah so uh, he he says that when he made Gold Digger, he didn't care for it, but he knew that it was going to be a commercial smash, so he mm. put it out. And sure enough, it is like one of the highest played rap songs of all time. Yeah, um, and I just honestly didn't even know who it was. Like, I like rap music and I like trap music, but that is not the way that I lean is towards Kanye West. <laughs> um, and the only other thing that I knew about him as well was that he was married to Kim Kardashian. That was literally yes. it. And I only know about yeah. the Kardashians because my sister um, watches and loves them. So she'll like tell me about it. And my mom, she tells my mom about it. So my mom tells me, even though my mom doesn't like the Kardashians, <laughs> my mom will just call me and talk to me for hours about um, Kim Kardashian and Abby's obsession. And it's like, all right, guys. Um <laughs> uh, oh, I did tell my mom the other day, Ethan, that... Uh, you and I had just talked about like Kanye for like 10 minutes and then she ended up talking to me for like four hours about it I was like oh my god about Kanye yes and then she sent me like what did she have to say about Kanye so she is disappointed um I come from a church background guys um she was disappointed in the Christians reactions to Kanye being uh converted and she says yes, that um, yes. she believes that the Christians are wrong to judge that he hasn't truly been saved. And then my mom sent me like all these articles and videos and I was like, ha thanks. I'm never watching these, but okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but she was actually like fully invested and I was like, who are you? You know, and I was like, wow, Ethan probably would have a better podcast with my mom at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> considering what they want to talk about. <laughs> It, it it was it was a really really it was like the thing being talked about on social media i mean as in my circles anyway um, yeah i hadn't like even heard of it for in like my an entire circles. week <laughs> yeah um 
because I mean the the guy went from being the biggest rap star in the world and you know being 100% immersed in that lifestyle being married to Kim Kardashian Kim Kardashian yeah just I mean like it, it didn't even take long it was like a matter of two months from the time he first started talking about Jesus to the time he puts out this album Jesus is king in in all caps yeah and he has since you know to promote the album gone on every talk show imaginable and has just 100% dedicated himself to this new lifestyle if you want to call it that um yeah sworn off swearing in his in his music and sure enough uh Jesus is king doesn't have a single cuss word um even did he swear a lot previously oh of course of course I mean as much as any other you know musician um and yeah I mean he's he's like done a complete 180 in lifestyle Hmm. um and of course Christians, as as your mom has pointed out, um, a good many of them are saying this can't be real. This isn't real. Kanye is so bad that he's irredeemable. Um, what isn't that is, the entire which, point which, of Jesus? Nobody right, is that's, irredeemable. It's kind of funny hearing that. Like, <laughs> okay, well, geez, I mean, I guess the door is shut to some people apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, nobody can really know what's going on in Kanye's heart. So if, if, if this is, you know, one, one of his steps in his development of life, great, good for him. I'm, I'm glad that he's found something that gives him purpose in life. That's, that's yeah. Isn't that, isn't that the most important thing is he's happy. He's genuinely, he seems genuinely happy and shouldn't we as humans just be genuinely happy for him? Like, why are yes, people yes. so quick to jump on him? I don't, I don't get it. And I don't understand why people, most people are quick to jump on celebrities' backs when they seem to do something uh, irredeemable. I mean, I, I can understand if, like, someone was raped because of a celebrity or something like that. Or something like, you know, um, I can understand, like, something dishonorable coming out of a celebrity and people, like, shame them but he doesn't seem to be hurting anyone else he's not right he's not right. hurting anyone else so why are we jumping I, on him kanye is is just purely an artist mm-hmm. and he just like anybody else goes through life and and draws inspiration and anything that can give an artist inspiration i say go for it you know yeah and as a result, he's put out this this beautiful album. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it yet or not, but this this album, Jesus is King, is it's a great album. Um, I mean, I'll be the first to admit, I I don't think it's his best album, but it's great. Mm-hmm. I got chills listening to it the first time. I know my mom um, this, listened to it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she does. I'm sure she loves it. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely say this, and it's probably not exactly fair of me to say because I'm not really a fan of Christian music. Christian music in general most of it sounds very uninspired it's like mm-hmm. something that christian bands put out because they have to i i probably shouldn't be that judgmental maybe it's just oh, a matter of taste but remember but, I, but this 
this album, Jesus is King, is by far the best Christian album I have ever heard. Because mm. it sounds inspired. It came from a very real place of conversion. Hmm. Um, and so my, my biggest um, frustration in seeing all the discussion about Kanye on social media, e- even the people who totally welcomed him, it, the thing that to me got lost in the entire debacle, if you will, is, is the, the music itself, the album. Nobody mm. really seemed to talk about the album. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I did kind of today want to talk just a little bit about the album because I think it's great and I think it deserves to be talked about. Do you remember, um, though, real fast, um, in some of the videos that you sent me, he doesn't even seem to talk about his music. He seems to talk more about his fashion industry and who he is as an individual. And he talks about how he wants to make the world a better place, but he doesn't really... Um, explain I, how I, he's going to I see what you're that. saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. He he does not really spend much time on the music, and I don't know. Maybe that's his fault. Maybe that was on Zane Lowe, the interviewer. Mm. Um, but no, you're you're right. Even he himself has spent a lot more time talking about his life style, mm-hmm. yeah, rather than the the music. But I'm I'm kind of disappointed in that too. Uh, hmm. Because the, the he's an artist making art, and when he makes the art, nobody's really paying attention to that as much as the implications of the art. Yeah, and maybe that's on his part, though, is why everyone's focusing on him um, changing his life around. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, it is really, really fun to talk about Kanye West and his life and, and the things that he says. It's, it's it? way more fun to... <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. It's fun to speculate. And what's he gonna do next? What's he gonna say next? He truly is the only person that I know of. When he goes on his diatribes, he makes sense, but at the same time makes no fucking sense. He makes no fucking sense. You, the videos you were sending me, the one on where he was having an interview with Ellen, it. It yes. frustrated me that he only looked at the um, the uh, crowd and not at Ellen at all. And you could see it on Ellen's face, too, that she was like, hey, I'm over here. Like, we're supposed to be having a conversation together. And all he kept doing was looking at the audience and, like, projecting very loudly about himself, I think, is what the... <laughs> I was just like, what is he even saying? Like, some of it made sense, like you said, and then the rest of it just made no fucking sense. Like, I don't. It it makes sense. He seems like a nice guy, but he just seems a little crazy. (laughs) You know what? He some sometimes I think to myself, he sounds like a person who's just had an LSD breakthrough. Like, Maybe. Like, like he clearly, he clearly sees something, but he yeah. just does not have the right words to convey it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I understand that because I'm the same way. Like, when I have a clear thought about something and it comes out jarbled and, like, like yes, the other yes. day when I texted you that long message about, like, not recording on Friday. I was legitimately <laughs> concerned about your throat and I was like, hey, I won't be home till 5 p.m. But it ended up being like a paragraph long and you were like, I don't understand what you just said. Yeah, and I even I admitted like, like, this makes no sense. 
yeah, at the end of that, I was just like, well, I don't know what exactly she's trying to say, except that it's fine if we don't record tomorrow. So Yes, and that's the ultimate, like, that was the ultimate that's destination. That's all she was trying to say, so. <laughs> all right, uh, getting back to Kanye and the music itself. Um, again, overall, um, I, I think it's a great album. It's It sounds inspired. Um, but I, I want to um, name for me what, what my standout tracks were. Um, the first one that I love is titled Sela or Sela. I'm actually not sure how to pronounce that word, but it's that, that biblical word. I think it's Sela. Sela, okay. Yeah. Um, my number one favorite on the album is called God Is. Uh, Kanye, you can hear the sincerity in his voice when he's singing that one. I don't, Mariah, I know I, I made you listen to that one. Can you um, relate to what I'm saying at all? Like, it's just so heartfelt. Um, especially from somebody yeah. who's who's not even really. I don't think he would even call himself a singer. He's he's a rapper and a producer, but in this one he sings it, and he's just got a real sincerity in his voice that most great singers <laughs> struggle to find. And it's when they do that that they become great. And I think Kanye has found it. I honestly <laughs> kept thinking about how weird he sounded. Oh, um. okay, well. <laughs> There's, there's, like, you're the second no, opinion. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me right. out. I felt like it was not what I thought Kanye would sound like when he sang. Oh, right. If that makes right. sense. Yes. Yes. He sounds different than his like talking voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> I, I kept thinking about that, but I also thought, um, it does seem like he, he does have a sincerity. He seems to have a very particular view upon who God is to him, hmm. um, which I feel like some people would not resonate with, you know, um, or be able to relate to. But I'm happy he's found what works for him. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but it, it does seem like it is coming from a very particular uh, point of view, which is, I mean, good for him, you know? Yeah, yeah. I did um, like the rhythm, though. The rhythm was very good. Yeah, that's good feedback, I would say. I, I just want to pull up the the lyrics of that song. Um, God is my light and darkness. God, God is. He is my all in all. Everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. Worship Christ with the best of your portions. I know I won't forget all he's done. He is the strength in this race I, that I run. Every time I look up, I see God's faithfulness, and it just shows, and it shows just how much He is miraculous. I can't keep it to myself. I can't sit here and be still. Everybody, I will tell till the whole world is healed. <clears throat> he goes on and on. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's it's when you read it like that, it it kind of reads as your typical worship song. But again, it, it for, seems, when Kanye's delivering it, it's it's something else. It's it's so much more inspired than what I normally hear. I don't think it sounds like a typical Christian song. I think it sounds like a um, a psalm, actually, from the Bible. It sounds like a psalm. Everything that hath breath. It, it seems, Lord. yeah, it seems very much um psalm like which you know um i think the psalms are very pretty um they're very um spirit filled so i can understand why um this would sound similar you know yeah yeah 
I don't know, sounds similar to me. But again, I think it's very um, from a particular point of view, and I don't think a lot of people would resonate with it. Hmm. Okay. Which is maybe why some of his fans don't seem to be um, hyped about this album. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have some thoughts on that as well, but I'll uh, just first mention my... uh, the last standout track to me is called uh, Use This Gospel. And in this song, mm. Kenny G <laughs> is a guest on this track, and he has a tremendous <laughs> saxophone solo. Um, really? In the context of the moment in the album, it took me mm-hmm. to a really cool, wonderful place. Um, <laughs> I don't know how you feel about saxophones, Mariah, but I, yeah, I, I, like I, that. I, I That's love cool. saxophone, and it just, just comes out of nowhere. Like, it's it's kind of a big song. It's Kanye West, and then all of a sudden, it cuts, and Kenny G kicks in with a solo saxophone, and it's great. <laughs> it's That's a, cool. <laughs> it's another really inspired moment. Um, but then, do you um, think? Sorry, go ahead. Do you think with uh, Kanye's title, um, it will attract a lot of listeners just so that they can see what he's doing, and thus? Um, maybe consider what he's writing about or do you think it's just going to detract immediately from people listening because of what he's labeled it um it's hard to say um i did see a report or a uh, an article about one sunday service that he had he's he, so his he's mm-hmm. touring and he's he's calling his show if you will sunday service um mm-hmm in one of them, there was a report, I think, that I saw that he had a few hundred people come up and pray with a pastor that they have in their service. Um, oh, and, and so they, they had, like, um, that call, altar call. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I I saw just last night, I believe, the show that he put on was yesterday. He did it in a prison. And there oh. were a, n- a number of people who were... <laughs> Uh, or in, in incarcerated folks who were very, very moved. You can see it. They, mm-hmm. they, they shot video of it, and um, it was very powerful stuff. Um, so anyway, I, I don't know if that's directly answering your question, um, but to the extent that people who are listening to this album, it, it does seem to be having an impact. Um, and I, I think that it is the intended impact that he has. I do think music, um, uh, I guess reading mythology and lore and stuff um, and and history in general, um, there's a lot of music throughout human uh, history. Yes, And um, music seems to be a key factor um, in a lot of spirituality um, or religions. so I can see why people would be um, reacting within this. Um... Music, music, <laughs> is, music is divine in the sense that it's transcendent. Uh, we don't really know why music moves us the way it does. Um, yeah. It becomes a little bit more understandable when <laughs> you listen to music on LSD, um, but yeah. it, it, I don't know. In my opinion, music is divine, and if you 
make your music with the intention that it's going to help somebody get to a divine place, then yeah, it's a pretty effective tool, I would say. And if he already understands, um, like we were talking about before, if he can literally see um, notes he's, and sounds. He sees sounds. He's got synesthesia. He sees <laughs> that it's, <laughs> he sees how key it is. Yes. Um, and then yes. this conversion of his, he's like, wow, I, I want to make a difference in the world. I know how much music and sound means to me. I want to share that with others. Yes. Um, it, do you know if the Sunday services, um, do you know if you have to pay to get in? Um, I don't know 100%, but I read another report last night that today he was bringing his Sunday service to Joel Osteen's church. <laughs> and oh, okay. that is a whole other conversation. Um, but from what I was reading, he did not charge for the tickets but people who were able to get them are now turning around and selling them um so now they're like anybody who really wants to go has to pay to go to church mm, okay. um so obviously it's not kanye's fault but um as far as his regular shows i i don't know um, we could probably I would assume his out, regular but... shows, he would, I mean, that's what musicians do. They go on tour and sell tickets. And, yeah, um, yeah. I was just wondering how, yeah, I was just wondering how it differed from Sunday service. I, I mean, what is he calling himself, though, in these Sunday services? Is he just a musician? Is he like um, the choir mat? Like, what, what is he calling himself? I think if you were to ask him that, he would probably respond with something like, I am a vessel of God. Okay, that's not descriptive enough, though. <laughs> like, I, I guess I'm looking at it from a Sunday service, like, point of view, though. Like, what is he? <laughs> yeah, that, that's just a, a, a mantra, if you will, that I, I hear him repeating in, in all of his, um, his press. I, okay. I am a vessel um, of Jesus. I, I am allowing you... <laughs> God to use me. I know you really want to get back to the music, so I don't want to keep um, <laughs> no, that's, asking that's you different okay. things. But again, this is something keep really popping up fun in my to mind. talk about for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, so do you think <laughs> I, I'm not trying to jump on the board with like people who don't believe in his conversion or whatever? Um, mm -hmm. But <clears throat> do you think because he he's a fashion icon, if you will, or an yeah. icon in general? Um, yeah. Do you think he's just calling his literal concert Sunday service to be different from the crowd? Oh, you mean to, from like other you know rap I mean? artists out there? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. To set himself. Different? Yeah, exactly. And then it's um, going to catch on. Or do you think it's legitimately like he feels like it's a worship service? Well, um, <laughs> have, having never actually attended one of his Sunday services, I can't really tell you. I, I will say I know that he put out a live stream of one of them, so you can go and watch it. I, I've kind of mm. held off from watching it because I hope one of these days I can attend Experience one. It. I mean, I I, yeah. I I know Chicago's his hometown, so I, I, I know he's brought it to Chicago, but there's way, way too much demand right now for <laughs> me to be able to go. But one of these days I'd yeah. like to experience it. Um, hmm. I, I did watch... Um, a, a very very grand version of carpool karaoke with james corden 
but it oh was yeah like, my mom told me to watch that yeah it but it wasn't in a car it was in a plane and it was with his whole music crew and they i, I think give you a taste of what sunday service is and it oh, okay. really is straight up like going to church and and hmm. singing praises um hmm. i'm sorry what was your question Oh, yeah, is he trying to just be different from everybody else? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is he doing I, the same thing that everyone else is doing and then just relabeling it is basically what I'm asking. It, it doesn't look like it to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say it, it, it sure seems like he's trying to do a sincere thing and not just trying to repackage a rap show. Okay. It's hmm. it's Like I said, I mean, he's he's clearly bringing people up to the altar and you know converting people yeah. so it's it's having that effect somehow <laughs> so back to the music yeah. um is he rapping for the majority of the album does he sing for the majority of the album like um it's, i would say it's about half style and half. generally okay it's, it's about half and half um on sela it's rap um mm. I do want to mention the one and only track on here that I don't like. <laughs> and um, it's the track called Closed on Sunday, where he has the, the refrain, Closed on Sunday, you my Chick-fil-A, you're my number one with the lemonade. I'm sorry, Kanye. I think you can do better than that. I see what you were going for, but lyrically, it's a little hacky. It's a little hacky. <laughs> um, but also, well, like, who is this supposed to be about? Kim? That's that's another good question. I don't even really know. It it kind of <laughs> it, it it could be a love song, but I mean, I don't think Kim's closed on Sundays though. <laughs> You're probably and what right. is lemonade? Lemonade <laughs> is great. Like, oh my gosh, I get the craving for Chick Fil A lemonade. I don't really that's, care for Chick Fil A in general. The only drink, but that lemonade. Chick Fil A, yeah. Oh, it is so good. It like every once in a while, I just crave it. All um, right, here's here's the lyrics to Closed on Sunday. Closed on Sunday, you're my Chick Fil A. Closed on Sunday, you my Chick Fil A. Hold the selfies, put the gram away. Get your family, y'all hold hands and pray. When you got daughters, always keep them safe. Watch out for vipers. Don't let them indoctrinate. Closed on Sunday, you're my Chick-fil-A. You're my number one with the lemonade. Raise our sons. Train them in the faith. Through temptations, make sure they're wide awake. Follow Jesus, listen, and obey. No more living for the culture. We nobody's slave. Then um, it continues. Stand up for my home. Even if I, even if I walk this, even if I take this walk alone, I bow down to the King upon the throne. My life is His. I am no longer my own. I pray to God that He'll strengthen my hand. They will think twice, stepping onto my land. I draw this line. It's written in the sand. Try me, and you will see that I ain't playing. Now back <laughs> off, my family. Move your hands. I got my weapons in the spirit's land. I, Jezebel, don't even stand a chance. Jezebel, don't even stand a chance. Um, 
what with do you make the of land this song? part? Do you think he's literally talking about his land in Wyoming? <laughs> I pray to Don't God that he'll strengthen my, my hand. They will think twice stepping onto my land. He could very or well be it... talking about his his uh, <laughs> endeavors in Wyoming. <laughs> all i could think of i'm sure he means something else but i just thought wow kanye would say like don't step on my land (laughs) (laughs) well um i I did see that he just began breaking ground on his new property in wyoming for an amphitheater (laughs) Um, so he 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 definitely will be inviting people on for uh for shows so what what's your main takeaway from this album though like why do you why do you love it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, again, what, because... What is so fascinating to you? It's, it's for, again, for me, I, I totally understand that this might just boil down to taste. But mm-hmm. it really is the first Christian album that I've ever heard that sounds inspired. Hmm. Um, gave me chills when I listened to it and was like, wow, this is powerful stuff. Obviously, this Jesus is King album is fantastic, but I worry that a large reason for it being so good is because this is for him a brand new revelation, mm. and and that's why it sounds so inspired because it's this is a new thing. And and moving forward, so are you saying? Yeah, are you saying that it'll like blow out though, like? At some point. That's that's what that's one way of saying it. I was I was gonna try to be a little bit more diplomatic about that. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Let, let, let me let me see. If, maybe I'm not even a hundred percent agreeing with that statement. Um, let me, yeah, let me try to phrase this the way <laughs> I want it to sound. <laughs> um, I I guess I worry that this new dedication is in a way going to be a limitation that Kanye is putting on himself. Um, Mm -hmm. In the past, maybe I'm totally getting this wrong, but to me, what makes Kanye Kanye is that nothing is off limits. Mm. Um, I mean, I I think of this track that's off his very first album, The College Dropout. Um, The track's called Jesus walks, oddly enough. Um, in that song, um, the message is basically nobody can tell me that I can't say certain things. In in that song, Jesus walks. The 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 he's rapping about how he can rap about gangster activity, this and that, dark things. But then as soon as he brings up Jesus it won't play on the radio. And in the song, he's saying, you can't tell me I can't do that. I get to rap about whatever I want to rap about. Mm. And now he's intentionally putting limits on himself. No more swearing. No more, you know, down and dirty subjects, if you will. So you're saying you're afraid that he'll shy away from gritty topics that could go... Um, not 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 only not only the topics, but the things in life that give you inspiration, whether they be happy, sad, whatever they are, when you start putting limits on yourself, I think you also put limits on inspirations. 
another great example of of yay being yay is on his album um i love being bipolar it's awesome the very first track is called i thought about killing you and this song i mean that that that's such a shocking thing to say i thought about killing you hmm. and it's it's dedicated to somebody in his life that he loves but the 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 message of the song is don't be afraid to just put a thought out there. It's a thought. It's not going to hurt you. Put it out there. If you're feeling it, put it out. And by him, this is going to sound awful, but by him dedicating his life to Jesus and being a vessel of Jesus Christ, is that going to be the end of Ye as we know him? Or <laughs> I know him anyway. Um, but, you know, all that being said, Maybe I shouldn't worry, because if there's one thing that I should have learned by this point is that Kanye West never stops surprising, inventing, innovating, you know. Um, so, I mean, until he actually does put out less inspired work, I'm not going to be too concerned about it, but it is in the back of my mind. Um, all I kept thinking about <laughs> was through Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> What is that saying? Um, well, first of all, all things are possible through Jesus Christ. So jot that down. <laughs> <laughs> so make note of that. <laughs> so, so jot that down. Um, <laughs> when Mac <laughs> says that and it's always funny. Um, yes. I don't know. I, I get where you're coming from. Um, again, I yeah, really first don't. First I should ask, did that make even make, did that make sense? Yes. Uh, so you <laughs> okay. are afraid that because he is in now this box that uh yes. is dedicated to god um you're afraid that he'll be boxed in and um it'll kind of this will be the best um not even that he'll be boxed in but he's he's boxing himself in okay um i get that but i also think that uh, for him, this is probably super freeing, and I think it's really brave of him to. Um, well, I don't. I don't want to use the word brave because uh, it is. I don't it think is. celebrities. I, I will. Can be I very would brave. totally. <laughs> um, <laughs> not not in the sense that he thinks that physical harm might come about him in doing this, but yeah, it's definitely a career risk. I, yeah, sure. I. That's the right word. It's a career risk. What he's doing, mm -hmm. so he has to believe in this full-heartedly um and i think that that is um i think that's why it, it would continue I, I... going forward though you know what i mean yeah. um i think it's going to be hard for him if he ever decides to change his ways if he decides this isn't the lifestyle for him i think it's going to be really hard and he'll get a lot of backlash um and i i think that's why um stating such a fact as he is that he's um dedicating his life to the lord if that ever changes he's gonna look very um people are gonna be very um critical of him as they are already now if you start to think that people can be boxed in because of what they believe um i mean who are you to think that though? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I what if you're point. boxing yourself in by, by thinking that 
other people who believe a certain way are boxed in um what if you were the boxed in one you know what i mean yeah yeah i see what you're saying i see what you're saying and like this this is bringing him legitimate joy it seems like yeah Um, yeah so i feel like with his music and with maybe his career even though he's going to be heavily criticized um i think that this is bringing him joy and i think that would grow him rather than deflate him or um destruct him sure if you will yeah yeah no i i'm very very glad that he put out this album and Hmm. not only that i'm i'm glad that he's at this point in his life in, in his journey that he you know has come to christ obviously this this is the natural progression of yay. I I guess what I'm trying to say my my worry is is that he might consider this not the finish line, but that this might be a inhibitor to his continued growth as yay. Hmm. But that that isn't for me to say. That's for him to say. Um, yeah. And so. Or I guess for us to see. As I well. what 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 I. Here's another worry that I have, if he does decide that his next album, or maybe it's a few albums down the road, is not a blatant gospel album, maybe he goes secular again. Then the backlash from the Christians <laughs> will come down with a fury that we have never seen before, and. Mm-hmm. And that that will genuinely make make me sad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like um, I don't like when people are overly critical. Right, and normally right. it is the Christians who are. Um, it's bothered me that people who have never, in fact, I would say people who detested Kanye, um, mm-hmm. all of a sudden now are the biggest fans just because he made a gospel album. It's like. There's something a bit disingenuous about that. Um, you can, I don't know you, about you that. Can, I mean, you know, like the album, but then all of a sudden there's, oh, I'm a huge Kanye fan now that he's put out a, a gospel album. It's like, no, you're oh, not. Oh, yeah, no, you're I see not. what you're saying. No, you're okay. not. Um, and, and that's, that's what you call bandwagon fandom. <laughs> there's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I guess I'm not that invested, so I don't care. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. And maybe um, I shouldn't be but as invested I, I as get I am, what, but I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I care about the guy. I get I get what you're saying though. Like you have you know the Kanye before the Kanye essentially. You knew when he first started. I don't know. I guess I'm not that invested, but I do understand where you're coming from. Um to you, you've heard his music, you've enjoyed his music, even in the worst of it. And now you've heard essentially what you think is the best of it. And you feel like people who are coming along and are just now fans because he's claiming to be Christian is, is dumb. Yeah, They're not taking so him as a whole package. Lis- listening to you explain my frustration makes me realize just how stupid it is. <laughs> like how how trivial of me to be annoyed with people about this but yeah there but, it is i i am i am not, just a little i am a little bit annoyed with with bandwagon fandom and that's perfectly acceptable there 
I really, I do understand that. Um, <clears throat> it would be like someone coming on to Game of Thrones after, well, no, that's a terrible example. It's, it's um. the, a, a perfect <laughs> example of bandwagon fan, fandom. I mean, I'll just make a confession here. Um, it's like the Chicago Cubs. You know, if somebody, oh, yeah, when they if were, somebody won the World Series. was not a fan of theirs because they hadn't won a World Series in 100 years, but then as soon as they make it to the World Series, you suddenly buy jerseys and hats and you show up to the, you know, the parties and you go, oh, I'm a huge Cubs fan. Fuck off. Yeah. No, you're not. But this is, <laughs> yeah. this is coming from a guy who admittedly jumped ship. Um, I think I was 22. 22 when i said i'm no longer a cubs fan because i'm sick of seeing the losing <laughs> but give me credit oh, that's right you're originally from illinois yeah yeah i was a cubs fan all my life oh then. that's right but give me credit when they won the world series i did not jump back on the bandwagon mm. i said no i i made my choice i'm now a red sox fan so <laughs> even if the you're cubs a red win, sox fan really how did you not know that I don't. I thought you were a Brewers fan, man. Like, come on. No. no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway. I'm a White Sox fan, so when the Cubs went to the World Series, I did not jump on the bandwagon because obviously I'm a Sox fan. Um, mm-hmm. But I did. I really was happy for them. I was, I was hoping that. I think they lost, didn't they? They lost. The, the Cubs? Yeah, I thought they lost. No, they, they won. won? They, they won. <laughs> They won. Guys, I was in England for like three years. <laughs> I was away from America. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but the thing to me is I was legitimately happy for them. I guess yeah. that doesn't matter what we're talking about. Yeah. We're talking about bandwagon fandom. Guys, what are your thoughts about bandwagon fandoms? Um, do, you, do you think it's okay that people jump on? Or do you think it can be explained? Or do you not like yeah. it? I, I, sus- I suspect... <laughs> That comment n- nobody likes a bandwagon fan, but it's mm. very tempting to do, and so most people at some point will find themselves guilty of it somewhere. I genuinely do not care. Um, yeah, yeah, and maybe <laughs> maybe I shouldn't either. It it again, like hearing I've... it come from you sounds really trivial now, and I feel stupid for having these concerns no don't feel stupid no it's it's to me i know that i've jumped onto things later like i wasn't able to watch lord of the rings until i was 17 because my parents wouldn't allow me to or no Mm, uh mm -hmm. 15 sorry i don't know why i said 17 um so all my friends had been watching it for years i think i watched yeah i watched all three so essentially it it I wasn't able to see those films and it wasn't me jumping on because all of my previous friends had or my friends had enjoyed the movies previously and told me about it. It was just because I wasn't able to be a part of that culture until later um, by no fault of my own. And yes, the pressure from my friends enjoying those movies um, did certainly help sway me into viewing them and wanting to view them but it did not make me be a fan. So I do think that there is an element of personal experience. So when people, I mean, again, people can just jump on a fandom just because they want to be cool or whatever. Um, But I do think that there's a personal experience involved with most people who jump on a bandwagon because 
you know, it's something that in that moment they found was happy, hopeful, um, brought them joy, like um, brought them peace, something like that. Um, or they just enjoyed it. And so to me, people jumping on the bandwagon late or changing just because, wow, they're popular now, maybe it was just because they recently um, found it in their point of view. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah. They just found it on her horizon, and now they can understand why it's such a popular thing. Yeah, I, th- um, I think there's a difference between being late to the party, um, but then there, there's a difference between showing up late to a party and deciding, oh, now that this person is a winner in my eyes, now I'm going to like them. Yeah. You were perfectly aware yeah. of them before, but since something about them wasn't pleasing you to your fullest extent yeah i don't know i don't know i'm being trivial (laughs) what do we all know (laughs) this is the notion club we just discuss ideas guys Um, if you don't like our ideas like that's okay (laughs) yeah replace them with a better idea for us how's that yeah yeah comment (laughs) on our videos let us know what you your thoughts are but yeah that that is the point of this that is the point of this podcast for us ethan is for you to talk about your, um, my silly your notions. thoughts on, well, not silly notions. <laughs> it's just thoughts that are on your brain, like something that's recently come up. And to you, it's been Kanye because you've yes. always enjoyed his music, and yes. now you're like, you you're seeing this uprising within people, and you genuinely just want another opinion. You want to be able to deep press all of this information, yeah. and that's what this yeah. podcast is for. Um, that's the point where we can both talk and conversate about ideas and thoughts and books and music and anything like that. Um, and yeah, I mean, for our listeners, get involved. If you guys want us to talk about something specific or you guys want a thought um, or share your thoughts, like, you know, Absolutely. hit us up or comment, that kind of thing. That's the entire point of this podcast. I think it's funny um, that we went from one fandom to another, though. Uh, Unicult and Kanye uh, talking about the, <laughs> the followers. <laughs> I'm sure somebody um, somebody could find a uh, a common denominator in there somewhere, but yeah, they are, they are I, I'm just topics. curious to see what the unicorn porn <laughs> or the unicorn. <laughs> involves i don't want to watch it like but i just want to know like we definitely why why does it exist what it is that's uh (laughs) when we get off the air we'll search i was a little disappointed when there was no uh (laughs) well you search it ethan (laughs) Uh, i don't Uh, want a virus on my phone (laughs) oh Oh, goodness yeah. All right. I did think about joining the unicorn cult or the unicult just to see what would happen. And then I thought about um, trying to find the book to read it. But then I was well, like, that's a lot of work. And uh, I, I, I at least I don't want have time to for this. Watch the videos or at least some of them because yeah. it, it really is intriguing. It's, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know what I think about that, that whole realm of Arcturians and all that. It's. Um, Mm. A very, very specific thing that some people who, um, to me, are not insane and are not liars, um, have had experiences with them. Yeah. And I feel like she has gained 
a positive perspective on life. It seems like for the most part, she has been um, helped by the experience. I mean, she wanted to commit suicide. She was in a very dark place. Yeah. Um, and for her to find hope, I'm happy for her. Right. Like, you know, right. as shady as the rest of it seems, um, <laughs> uh, she seems happy and I'm happy for her. Yeah. And just like Kanye, I mean, this is something that is bringing him happiness and peace. And I think we should be happy for him. Yeah, there's, there's that common denominator. The, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, um, <clears throat> maybe why a lot of people jump on um, and are so critical of people in the spotlight um, who claim to have found peace or happiness may be the reason why is because they haven't found it themselves. Um, mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, when you guys, I think for myself, I know I've been <laughs> very critical of Unicult just because um, I, I tend to be very critical of cults um, just because I've read a lot on how dark some have been, and it, it's really sad. But... Um, if it brings people happiness and ultimately doesn't lead to harm um, against a human individual, I think that um, good for them. And um, and I like to, I would hope that every time before I start to be overly critical, I could stop and think, okay, is this because of, you know, maybe some self-doubt I'm having, or is this literally me being critical because something seems off? I don't know. Mm. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. I say that a lot. (laughs) Does that make sense? (laughs) 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 No, it doesn't. (laughs) Never hurts to check. Never hurts to check. Because once in a while, the answer is, um, you know, Not really. Not really. Could you you try again? (laughs) It does happen. So. Yeah, I get stuck in my head a lot, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like Kanye. I'm in my head more than I am on the ground. <laughs> well, I, I think that's, that's a really good place to wrap up. I was just right? about to say so myself. I think uh, we covered right. some, some good territory today. And, um, yeah. I was glad to get... We ended up finding a, a uniting uh, chord. <laughs> <laughs> to our subjects. <laughs> All right. Well, folks, again, uh, we encourage you to drop us a line if you have any thoughts on any of these topics. Um, or even if you'd like to hear us uh, talk about something else, if you have an idea for a topic for us to play tennis with. Um, drop us a line. All right, uh, let's wrap things up. Uh, <laughs> on that silent note, uh, peace out, bitches. Sailor. Bye.